Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the World Lad Podcast. I'm James Marshall, and a quick shout out to our three main sponsors, Pure Sport CBD, Fortune Favors, and Manscaped.com. And stay tuned to the end of this episode to see how you can get involved with any of these products. But righto, let's start by welcoming to the show the hardest player on the planet to tackle. He's played league for the Warriors before switching to Union, and for the last five seasons, he's starred for the Mighty Hurricanes and the Manawatu Turbos. He's also forced his way back into the all-black jersey where he belongs, and he's one of the real lads of the game. It is Nani Laumape. Welcome, Nance. Thanks for coming on, brother. Yes, Jimmy. Great intro, mate. <laughs> oh, one of the greats. Bro, I've just been watching your um, YouTube highlights for the last 30 minutes. I'm pumped for this. <laughs> your um, highlights are hissing, though, eh? Like, you've got more highlights in one game than I have in my career. <laughs> Yeah, probably because you, you probably helped me, you know, set up a few of those. So, <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> pass you the ball and watch you go. <laughs> what have you been up to in ISO, though? Just trying to um, stay in shape, bro. Just trying to train, but also gaming at the same time. And um, there's like a, a point uh, level down there where we can catch up with the boys. So, oh, yeah. Now of Artie and, and Suffol. Do a few TikToks. Nice. <laughs> You're the man at TikToks, <laughs> eh? <laughs> no, baby, trash. It's just all fun and games. Yeah, what um, what training can you do in there? Um, bro, we got in the room, bro, and there was a wop bike there waiting for us. Bro, <laughs> your mate. <laughs> just doing the waddies and uh, just a lot of body weight, body weight stuff with some bands. Security's gave me one of their kettlebells, bro. So oh. just been jumping that. I hope it's heavy as. <laughs> Is it a 90 kg kettlebell? <laughs> Humble 24, bro. Humble 24. Yeah, bro. And what have you been gaming? Uh, just Fortnite, bro. Just on that Fortnite buzz with uh, Suffolk and Caleb Clark and just a few of the other boys. We just uh, just real competitive, try to, try to kill each other in war zone. So any, that's pretty fun. Any good wins? Yeah, no, I had some pretty. You know, um, you know, my nickname's not Rush King for no reason. So, <laughs> oh, <man. Nah>, bro. <laughs> but before before we get into your journey, I've got to, we've got to clear the air. I've had so many people ask me like, what was what's Nani like? They've seen that interview you did with Joe Wheeler after that game. They're like, oh, is Nani an angry guy? What's he like? But do you want to clear the air on that interview and tell me what that was all about? Yeah, just yeah. Might as well, eh, for, for what a lad. <laughs> <clears throat> just kind of like, uh, just saw heaps of um, articles and that, just saying that, you know, um, that I'm like a one-dimensional player, which I feel like it's pretty not true. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if I just do my job, I get criticised that I haven't had a, um, a good game. But then I feel like if someone else does their job right, they're like, mate, he's had a fantastic game. Yeah. He's been solid. Yeah. But then if I, uh, if I just do my job, they're like, mate, Nani's been quiet. <laughs> and then you know, I, have, I feel like I always get judged different to other players. So Was that mainly media or was that um, just like fans on social media? Yeah, probably just a bit of both. But I just feel like, um, yeah, no, no, I just saw an article. They were saying that... Um, you know, that I'm one-dimensional and that really pissed me off. So yeah. the whole week of the game, I was just, yeah, just yeah. pissed off. So. <laughs> and you were on fire that day, eh? Oh, jeez, that was good stuff. Poor Bodie copped it for most of it. But, 
and you had some game. Yeah, cheers to that. Uh, that um, cheers to that journalist. <laughs> <laughs> right, we need to get him writing articles, shit articles about you all year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. I need to now, stay off that. I thought it was cool though, because you actually sort of expressed yourself what you're feeling at the time, and I mean, I feel like too many rugby players are too scared to do that, and you're probably the only one who sort of has sort of done it. So people are all sort of a little bit shocked, like, what was that all about? But it's just it's just you saying what you felt, and everyone else who doesn't interview, they won't they won't go there. They'll just keep it. Oh, it was a good game. That sort of stuff, and it's um, it keeps it, it makes it pretty boring. But I think the more people can express themselves, the better for the game. I reckon. Yeah, I don't. I agree. Like you know, give the people what they pay to come and see it. Yeah, but entertainment. Huh. <laughs> That's it. And you're, and you're the entertainer. <laughs> but anyway, let's go back to the start for you. Tell us about what it was like for you growing up. Yeah, grew up in uh, Palmy. Um, obviously, my mum and dad. Uh, pretty poor family. Um, have four brothers, one sister. So True. yeah, used to just work on the on the farms, picking asparagus and uh, stuff like that. So yeah, bro. What number were you? Like I'm in the middle, bro. Yeah. So three older brothers, um, then my little sister and my little brother. So. And what age were you yeah, out bro. there picking asparagus? Started since I was like. Six True. all the way to us. <laughs> yeah, how, how do you do that? Is it hard work? I don't even know how you're picking asparagus. Bro, it's like like one row is like 100 meters, and it's like it's pretty much like four rugby paddocks. Yeah. So you're in the middle, and you got like these two bins on the side. You just got like a knife, and you like bend over, like picking this. The sparries <laughs> and then like put them in your bin and then like yeah, <laughs> yeah. i hate asparagus <laughs> oh that's crack up six years old that's so young <laughs> and when, yeah, did, when did you start your rugby oh uh, probably yeah probably about the same time probably six yeah because it was always um asparagus was on the Asparagus was like their summertime. Oh, yeah. So you'd go right that's why I could, to asparagus. Uh, yeah. That's why I couldn't get into my cricket day because I wanted <laughs> to play cricket. <laughs> oh, you would have been playing in that Black Clash games. <laughs> it would have been in India right now. And then, <laughs> IPL, you reckon? <laughs> and you would have, you would have been uh, an instant star of junior rugby at a young age. You would have been bigger than all the boys, were you? Nah, I was actually um, <clears throat> I was actually trash growing up, bro. Like, yeah, like my younger, like when I was coming through primary, yeah, I was always like the mud one because we used to live like in a little cul-de-sac. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Farnham Park, which was like, and then like all us Tongans used to play. And, um. I was actually like pretty trash compared to the others. But I just kept. But my older brother, who's like one, the one that's just older than me, he was like the best, like out of all of us. Yeah. Everyone thought that he was the one that was gonna go through to um, bigger things. So, but I just learned everything off him. So, yeah. Does he still <laughs> and, yeah. play? Oh nah, nah, nah. He's not playing. He's um, yeah. He's just living in, in Hamilton now with his family. So, nah, he's all good. True. So, what age did you start? 
thinking like, she's I'm, I'm quite good at this. Because I know you carved up at um, college level. I've heard stories about how good you were at high school. So um, when did you start becoming good? Uh, like, I don't think, oh, you're good. Like, think, uh, my mindset was always just trying to make it, like, get into the big league so that I can make some money for my family. That yeah. was really, like, and also chasing the dream as well. But my main driver was just trying to get my parents out of, um, living in Harvey, which is, yeah, which is not the flashiest place in Palmy, but for me, it was always just trying to get mum and dad out of um, what we could the hood. So, <laughs> yeah, bro. So how how did you how did you get to that stage? Did you how did you go from the kid who wasn't very good to the schoolboy star? Um, yeah, it was, yeah, pretty much just like learning off my brother because like we used to play touch in the summer so like just learning through tips through him um at Farnham Park and then like a few of my mates we all started like bonding really well so like I wanted to hang out with them so yeah. they're all playing rugby so I was like oh yo just try jumping with them and just and then yeah just ended up just falling in love with the game yeah. <clears throat> falling in love with them and then yeah watching the All Blacks and stuff like that and State Orange and then yeah did you play league Growing up as well, or was it always union? Yeah, I used to. <laughs> yeah, I used to because um, my older brothers we used to play for um, Fielding Falcons. So, um, like our first fifteen games would be like at twelve thirty, and the league would always be at two forty-five. True. But I'll just jam first fifteen, and then straight after my game, I'll jump in the car and go straight to Fielding. Not even warm up and jump straight <laughs> on the field and play league with my brothers. So, what grade was that? Yeah, that was open means. Eh? <laughs> was it? And how old were you last year at school? Yeah, that? I was probably like 16, 16 yeah. True. Holy. I just wanted to play with my older brothers. That was um, wanted to play with my older brothers, my older cousins. So, yeah, yeah, like shitting myself when I'd play, but I felt like it made me better. Because I knew when I came back to Fierce 15, I, I really played against men. Oh, hard. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you find your time at um, Palmy Boys? Because we've had Boothie on before. He's told many stories about how easy, how easy you made it look at that level. What was it really like? Mm. Oh, well, my first day I got sent home. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> what, swearing? Yeah, it's just trying to walk in and be like, Sup, boy, what the fuck he's up to? And then, boom, things like Get out. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you always heard stories about Pau boys being strict. Yeah. And then, yeah, the first day kind of woke me up. And then, Fair enough. Yeah. So, but now, the, in terms of uh, uh, playing first 15, and that was, was pretty like, good, because, eh? like, that, there was a group of us that stayed together, that went through. So, like, uh, myself, Boofy, Jason Emery, um, Jackson Hemelpool, um, Jay Tarudi, Patrick Parley. So there was like a few of us that stayed together and we kind of just went through the grades and then went up that way. So it was like pretty cool because you got to play with your best mates. Yeah. I so said that's kind of the stuff that I miss. Um, you know, when you're in high school, you're like, frick, I just want to get out of school. But, you know, when you look back now, you're like, frick, wish I just enjoyed it with my mates. And like, because we used to go playing against like, you know, Gisborne boys, Napier boys, Hastings and stuff like that. So 
it was pretty cool just to play with your brothers. Yeah. And yeah, we still like, they're still my best mates to this day. So we've still got that good relationship. So, That's yeah. hissing, eh? And did you guys have much success at schoolboy level? Must off with that team. Uh, nah. <laughs> Build ups. <laughs> <laughs> did you get injured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rushed to my ACL on the on the last last game of um in my last year. So I got the photo. I'll send it to you. Oh, true. But it's, yeah, it's disgusting, bro. Like my body's hang. My body's looking straight. My knees on the other side. <laughs> oh hell. <laughs> No good. And how was that to recover from at that age? Obviously, you were a bit of a star. You're probably looking at contracts and things, and then that injury. How was that to take mentally? Yeah, like when I look back at it now, like I don't kind of realize it was like it was such a big injury. Oh yeah. Like ACL is a is a big injury to come back from, but for me, I was just like just young and just you know not really onto it. <laughs> just like where ACL is like pretty big to come back from. So, but I was lucky because I went to the Warriors straight after, straight after school. Yeah. So they really had a good setup um, there. So. Did they sign you yeah. with your ACL injury? Oh, they signed. So I had I didn't make hurricane schools in my sixth form year. Oh yeah. So I was just like, oh yeah, sweet. And then the Warriors. So I didn't sign that, and then I went and played on this league tournament. And then they're like, hey, look, we want to sign you to you're 21. So I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Um, <laughs> so I just did it because I was, yeah. Was this before your seventh form year, your last year at school, that you signed it? Yeah, bro. Oh, true. Yeah. And how was that? How was that going up to the Warriors? Yeah, man, it was. Like, because obviously, like, I had to, so I was 18. I had a daughter. And then, like, I was, you know, she was about, Maria was probably maybe one or two. So that was kind of tough leaving her. Because not much people know, but I had my daughter when I was seven form. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah, I had my daughter when I was seven form at school. So, and then at the end of the year, I had to leave um, Palmy because they had um, preseason. Yeah. So, had to go up there and do preseason. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard league preseasons are pretty brutal. How was how was your first taste of an NRL preseason? Yeah, bro, man. Like I, um, <laughs> yeah, got some some funnier stories. Eh? Like, um, yeah, my first preseason we're at Millennium Park in in Auckland. Yeah, yeah. I think we had to do like twenty four hundreds on the on the on the track. <laughs> yeah, bro. and I look back now, bro. What the heck were we doing? Yeah, like, yeah, bro. How'd you go? Lucky your foot is. <laughs> nah, I was yeah the first the first lap I was like mate this is not too bad and then by the fifth one like damn Sam Nelson's probably got um, all the stories because he's probably laughing at, at me while I was running at the back so was he, he was pretty fit wasn't one of the guys at the front was he yeah oh he was definitely fit for one of the big followers so yeah, yeah he's probably got all the stories laughing at me and a few of the other unfit boys <laughs> who else was back there with you no, oh, definitely me and Connie. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Saliva Havili, he was definitely there with oh. me. <laughs> Pretty much all the, all the brown boys, they were all running together. <laughs> and you guys used to have, have to hit the um, sand dunes too, eh? Yeah, bro. They, yeah, no, they were, they were tough tough days, man, the preseason. Like, probably, like, in our preseason, I've probably, like, 
asked myself why am I playing professional <laughs> <True>. sports? <laughs> and I like, used to run heaps of hills. Yeah. I hate hills, bro. And yeah, I just remember like a couple of times, like, bro, why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> how many preseasons yeah. did you have to do? Because how many years were you with the Warriors? So I left Palmy at 2011 and then I left at 2015. So, yeah. At, oh, sorry, I left at the end of 2015. So, yeah, four years. Four, four pre-seasons you had to get your body through. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And how was your time with the um, Warriors 20s? Yeah, it was pretty good, eh? Like, I, man, I had, like, some of my best memories there just because when I was in Palmy, like, I was probably, like, I was probably, like, the only, like, there was only, like, two or three of us you know, Island boys um, in the team. And then you go to the New Zealand Warriors 20s and he's like, oh, there's heaps of us, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get to play with like the big boys. And then we you, you go to Aussie, right? And then you get smacked around for all those Aussies. <laughs> but you guys did, you guys did well your year at the, with the Warriors 20s, didn't you? Oh, they were the years before me. Oh, they were sure. the years before me. Sam Lousy and... Um, and my slime ankle and Connie and that, but my year we just fell short in the semis. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we played our Roger and that, and they carved us up. So, who was he playing for? Yeah. Roosters, <laughs> Roosters 20s. So, they... true, Hissing. and then when how did you make your um first grade debut? Yeah, so not much people know, but there was another guy that so I got a call after my 20s year to go train with the NRL squad. Well, no, that was supposed to be someone else, but he asked to get paid. <laughs> the words were like, like I think they like kind of took it the wrong way because he was like, "Oh, train." Um, the other guy was like, "Oh, um, you know, pay for my petrol or something, like to get around in there." And I, I was just like, "Oh, you're sweet. Just have a jam." Yeah. And then yeah, jamming round three, True. which was um, yeah, bro, which was was so, that buzzed out. So you weren't about. getting paid. How did that work? What do you mean he asked to get paid? And <laughs> I think his first question was like, oh, like how much am I getting paid? Oh, or... true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think they kind of took that the wrong way. But then I was just like, oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I get to train with like, you know, money but away and summer mentoring and yeah. all that. Yeah, keen ass. And then when I did the preseason, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And then round three, you said you you got your start. That's pretty quick, straight in there. Yeah, um, one of the one of the boys, um, I still remember one of the boys, um, family member passed away, and he had to stay back. So they're like, um, I just so we were flying out on the Friday, and then I got the call on on a Thursday night. He's like, hey mate, right. you're um, you're in. And I was like, oh, what the? Well, I was like, I did not like. Don't even have a bank account, you know. <laughs> but uh, who were you playing? I uh, played um, Cronulla, bro. To... And how'd you go? Yeah, I think we got smacked up that day. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about you personally? Yeah, I think I was just like full of energy, bro. Like, like, like all the boys. I remember that game because it was like thirty-five degrees, and we had to do that um twenty-minute water break or whatever it is. Oh yeah. Like I was, I didn't, I didn't really feel tired that game, and then um, yeah, I think my first carry I tried to like, my first carry I looked up and it was like Paul Gallon and 
Andrew Fafila, and I was like, bro, I want to try to run out these guys, and then, bro, I got bot on the ground. <laughs> well, you would have got them we'll go later on. Hey, what did he say? Did he, did he give you something? Yeah, elbow in the face. And... Did he? <laughs> oh, he's a grub. <laughs> he's one of the greats. Yeah. And any other, um, any other stories from your NRL times against um, some of the players? Obviously, you played against some of the best league players in the world any any that you remember yeah <laughs> yeah I, I remember we played the Roosters and um like because everyone was like talking about the Roosters because Sonny and that were there so yeah. but this was the game was in Oz um this game was in Oz and then I think Sam Tonkin's like and then 22 Sam oh now 22 like you know how the, you had to carry it out yeah and um so Sam Thompson took a carry and it was kind of like slow, like it was a slow pay the ball. And then me and Connie were like looking at each other because the whole Roosters were like set, you yeah. know, in the league, yeah. league line is set. Yeah. Hard Graves, Sam Moore and Sunday, they were like already like lining me and Connie up. And me and Connie like looked at each other like, like, you know, you say something, like you carry it because we were both scared of his. And then like, in money just come out of nowhere, bro, take, take like a 15 meter carry yeah. and then we just come in up. <laughs> big man to the rescue. He was, he was the man at that day, that big first carry. Like, we'd always try to go after him. Yeah. Because yeah. like, he'll definitely get 10 meters easy. Yeah. And then he was real good at the ball. Yeah. We are just like looking at money like, shop bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart though, waiting for the, waiting for the quick play of the ball. Any other good, any other good yarns from the NRL days? Who was the best player you played against? Well, it's definitely GI and Thurston. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely against them. Um, got to play against GI a couple of times. So. Did you mark him? Were you at centre? Yeah, I had to mark him on my third game. True, straight in there. Yeah, I think it was my third or fourth game, had to mark him. So, no, it was all good, eh? Because I thought we watched his highlights a million times. <laughs> and I just, no, his people keep going high on him, but I'll just go low. Oh. Because I was playing like I uh, used to my rugby tackle, so yeah, try to go under his fin, even though but I was thinking it's pretty good that I'm only like short ass, so <laughs> oh, yeah. just shut him down. How good! And what about Thurston? Yeah, I remember because I was playing on the wing and he was like poking faces at me. Yeah, he knew like that I was a newbie, so I remember him like pointing us, like poking his tongue at me, and I was just, like, Fuck. <laughs> and then he put out this massive ass bomb. But just lucky enough, I caught it. Um, but yeah, I still remember that when he taking his face to me. What sort of faces was he poking? Just his tongue out and stuff. That's pretty unusual, yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, but then like and he did this as well, like, oh, like just doing <laughs> and just chucked out this massive ass bomb. Yeah, how'd you find Wang? Yeah, it was all good, eh? Like it was people don't see like the hard work that wingers do, like. People just think that wingers just on the end of, you know, but, but there's a lot of behind the scenes, like unseen running that you do. But yeah. obviously I wasn't running too much, but um, yeah, just, but it was pretty cool. And how are the, um, how are the league training weeks? How are they, uh, how do they run? Is it similar to rugby or is it completely different? No, nah, it's completely different. Eh? Like everything we do is a lot of opposed stuff oh. in league. So he's always like left edge versus right edge. And then 
it's just heaps of like wrestling and play the balls and and stuff like that. So it's pretty much just edge on edge, and then obviously you'll do like your thirteen on thirteen. Yeah. But you know, rugby we do a lot of technical, um, a lot of breakdown work. Yeah. Jackal. <laughs> All the stuff you love. Is is many of those patterns coming out of like kick returns? Are they are they structured or is that just whoever wants to take a hit? Because some teams look like they do it with some sort of structure, but it's hard to know. Oh yeah, no. When we when I was playing in the Rose, no, we had no structure. It was just trying to get the yards. Yeah. Just and then get a good kick and then just trying to pressure them down in there. Yeah. In the twenty. Um, but yeah, I, I see a lot of the teams now having good structure than that. But when I was playing, um, we were just trying to go straight through the middle. Yeah. Do you miss? Do you miss it? Would you ever go back? Would I go back? Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel like. Oh, I felt like because when I was playing, I didn't really. I feel like I was. I wasn't really a professional when I was playing. Yeah. Like I was having fun. <laughs> yeah, just you know. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah. I didn't really give it all like I am with, with rugby now. Yeah. Um. So that side of me still wants to give it a crack, but I'm happy with what I'm doing now. Um. With the hurricanes and uh-huh. and whatnot, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at at the moment. But um. You never know, we we'll see what happens. Never know. So, talk to me about the move to the Hurricanes, the big, the big swap. Um, what brought that about, and um, why did you choose the Hurricanes? Yeah, like I feel like um, I feel like everything happens for a reason. So, so I ruptured my ACL again um, at the start of oh, at the start of two fifteen, and um, at the start of two fifteen, and then at the end of two fifteen. Um, they were like, oh, him, like you still have a year in your contract, but you can, you can leave if you want. And then, like, this was probably the first time I got tested, like in my career, because obviously, like, I came in young and stuff. And then, yeah, so like I had ruptured my ACL twice. I had a, a young, so obviously I had my son Seal. Um, so my missus was pregnant at the time. And then, like, a lot of people are saying that, like, it's hard to come back from a second ACL. Yeah. But for me, like, I, I always wanted to go back to rugby. Like, it was it was pretty much driving me mad because, like, I used to see – oh, I used to play with Artie and um, all the boys that were playing, like, super and, and stuff like that, and they were, they were, like, killing and stuff. So I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, they were those fellas, so. And then, like, but I always loved playing rugby. And then um, I hit up my manager and I was like, oh, man, like, I want to get back to rugby. And he was like, mate, like, you still got, you know, another year, another year in your contract. And then if you go back to rugby, you have to start from the bottom. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, well, I don't want to sit. I don't, I don't want to sit back when I'm 60 years old and having the regret of, like, being comfortable like, you know, getting good money at the Warriors or having to go back to rugby and just starting from the bottom and then just try to work my way up. So I was just like, oh. So I just asked my partner, I was like, oh, like I really want to go back. Um, like, like you know, do you want to back me up? And, like, I want to be an All Black. And then she was like, yeah, sweet. Like, like whatever you want to do, I'll do it. So I was like, yeah, sweet. You know, I just heard my manager up and he was just like, oh, 
yeah, sweet. I'll make some calls um, and and look around and then like. But at end of two fifteen, that was Martin Conrad's last year. Yeah. So they obviously they were leaving after they woke up, and then um, yeah, everything just fell into place, and I was just lucky enough that Bordy remembered me when in my high school days. So yeah, the next day uh, my manager Bruce. Gave me the call, he's like, hey, mate, the Hurricanes are keen. And I was like, oh. So, yeah, everything yeah. fell into place. So, obviously, Wellington's close to Palmy because um, my mayor's is from Palmy as well. So, like, everything just kind of fell into place. And obviously, Martin Conrad leaving. So, two midfield spots opened up. Yeah. And I've, I've made my way back to back home. Happy days. And how was how was it going into the Hurricanes environment for the first time? Yeah, there was this there was this bully, eh, this guy named Jimmy Ma. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> you were you were the instant bully. I remember the very first contact session we did and you went up against Mark Abbott. It was one on one. It was like a tackle drill. And you sent Evo flying about five meters. And Evo's a big man and quite a good defender and I was. I remember just looking to whoever I was next to me. I think it was Maddie Pam. We're like, holy, this guy, this guy looks hard to tackle. Do not pair up with him. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. What was yeah. it like? What was it like going in? Yeah, I was just like pretty much starstruck when I walked in. Um, and they went in, met, met Vic, with Davido, um, Jules, Big Bus, yeah. TJ, Bad. Oh, I was the new Ari. Um, yeah, I was just starstruck. I was like, "Oh, this, you know, this, you know, the all black boys." And you know, meet Jimmy Ma. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's asking me if I'm bidding. That. Nah, <laughs> 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 nah. Yeah, I, I was pretty starstruck when I first came into the um, the Hurricanes environment. Yeah, and you obviously had instant um, success coming into the environment. You led the team too their first ever title. How was that year for you? Yeah, it was like, a, it was pretty much just a learning year for me to be 16. Um, yeah, to 16, like I was pretty, like, you know, fresh, just like I was kind of just like, oh, you know, I played rugby in school, so I'll be able to pick it up quick. And then, yeah, and then obviously just playing 2016, just learning the game and just being in and out of the team. Um, because I started in the team and then obviously I came out um, like middish and then came back in and then came back out. So, yeah, yeah, it was all just a learning curve, eh? A, like, a few good tastes. I think, yeah, bro. So it was pretty, it was an unreal year that year. Obviously, we won at the end of the year, so it was pretty cool. What did you find the hardest thing to um, adapt to from coming coming from league? Probably just like, um, just the patterns, like the, you know, because um, in the league, like everything is just like you know, they just give you the ball yeah. and you just have a crack. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, rugby, you got like the two packs and then you got front door, back door out on the edges and stuff like that. But yeah. <clears throat> you know, you're at school, you're like, you don't have any structure, you just jam. So, so that was probably the hardest learning for me was just learning the patterns and then obviously the breakdowns and um, stuff like that. So, yeah. And what do you remember about the um, prank? Do you remember, did you ever run out with dreadlocks for your first game? 
<laughs> oh, one of the greats, one of the greats. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I was just like, because um, it was like my first year, I was just trying to like, like not, you know, it's just trying to do everything right for the hurricanes and like whatever anyone. I mean, I'll just do it. Like, just trying to... Yeah, I remember getting that phone call. <laughs> ah, you got me good, mate. You got me good. Were you going to wear it? Good no, mate. Good no. <laughs> oh, that's crack up. And obviously, your Hurricanes career has been hugely successful. You've scored 43 tries in only 64 games. That's, I think that's the best strike rate in rugby. You're... Hot on the heels of TJ, who I think's the is the top try scorer. So, do you reckon you'll catch him? And any of those tries stand out for you? Oh, I'll definitely catch him. Easy. <laughs> I don't think you should count some of his tries, eh? Because like some of his ones are just like you know, you know what he's like close to the line, eh? Like <laughs> look like he's gonna pass, and then you know does those little pick and go tries. Huh? I don't count those ones. So he's probably got. 22 tries because all his tries can go tries <laughs> and then your All Blacks career talk me through it how did how did the first call come how did it all go yeah so I didn't really because I heard from the boys you get the call the night before but I didn't get any calls or anything but so we had like a captain run against the Chiefs I remember and I just came into a change room, so I was like, oh, I didn't get a phone call, so I was like, oh, yeah, all good. Because I wasn't really expecting to make it anyway, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I didn't really uh, expect And then I was just stretching, stretching and stuff, and Cozy was watching it on Facebook Live, or I think they were announcing on Facebook. Cozy loves And it. I was just, yeah, Cozy <laughs> loves the social media. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so he walked in and he was watching it. And I was just stretching, like just you know, just jamming, just chilling. And then um, Cozy was like, "Bro, Nans, you're in." And I was like, "Fuck, is this? You know, is he having a laugh? You know, yeah. if, if this is a prank, this is the saddest <laughs> prank ever." <laughs> I'm sure he's bullshitting me. And then he's like, "Nans, you're in." And I was like, "Nah, fuck, bullshit." And then um, I just keep stretching. And then bro, I like, looked at my phone. Honestly, my phone just like. He was like, ting, 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 ting. Right. Right. And then my mistress called me and she was like, did you know? And I was like, bro, settle down, settle down. <laughs> I'm just finding out now. And then I just, so I just like, I was like, no, nah, honestly, I didn't know that I was getting picked. And she was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I didn't know. And then, yeah, my phone just kept going off, bro, and I had to turn it off. Like, I just, yeah, I had to turn it off because it was just, yeah, going crazy, so. Yeah, that's how I found out. And then I was, and the boys came one by one just saying congrats. And I was like, frick, I think I might have just, you know, made it. So, but yeah. And like, just remember, yeah, me and Lonnie, me and Lonnie Hilo ran out and we just had a prayer um, on the field. And I just still remember to this day. So, yeah, just running on cloud nine at Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how did you go the next yeah. day with all that going on? But I honestly didn't sleep till like five in the morning, eh? True. Like, like I just was like, bro, am I actually in the All Blacks? And then I was just like, I don't, I don't want to get injured. <laughs> 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 you know, 
nothing worse than getting name and then you get injured. But yeah, um, but yeah it was all good, eh? Just, uh, just couldn't believe it. So you were named to play in the test matches following that game, is that right? Yeah, so that's when, yeah, so that's when they named that British. So I think there was like a break. I think it's that June series. So that, so they had a break. That's right. So I think it was against the Chiefs and then that June series. Yeah. So was was that against, who was that against? Against the Lions. Oh, against the Lions. Was that your first game, was it against the Lions for the All Blacks? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro, straight in there. <laughs> and where was the debut? Which um, which game was the debut? Uh, Wellies. Was that the first one? No, the second, the second one. one. So you watched the first one, second one you were in there. Yeah, bro, yeah. Starting? Nah, nah, came off the bench. Well, that's um, right, but Sonny got um, red carded. Yeah, bro. And then, um, yeah, remember, like, remember the manager's like, hey, nah, start warming up. And I was like, ah, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> How early was it? It was early. Like, it was maybe like 17 or 20 minutes, bro. Yeah. And then... Um, Jerome came off and then I had to go on go on and I was just like what the frick you know like when I was warming up uh, like I was sitting on the bench and the manager was like nah start warming up and I was like what the you know yeah. you don't really plan on this early and you know it's your first test you know the Lions series so and obviously we lost that game and yeah did you play the following week? Yeah, yeah, started okay. the following week. True. And then, uh, yeah, and then we, that's that famous draw. That, yeah. Yeah, not all good learning curves. And then what, how did your um, All Black career progress from there? You, you've you been in and out of the squad for the last few years since then, eh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, just been in and out. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah, just in and out. Um, yeah, <laughs> can't how, really explain yeah. it, but... Obviously, the World Cup one was probably the big disappointment for you. Like, everyone sort of, it, well, I certainly expected you to be in that squad, but then you missed out. How was that to deal with mentally? Yeah, it was, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was tough, eh? not going to lie. Um, yeah, it was really tough on me and, and my family and stuff. So, like, having to call my mum and dad saying that, you know, I've been dropped and just hearing mum and dad cry and then hear my partner cry and, it was just tough, but I guess that's what makes um, the story a lot better um, at the end of the day. So I just, I just had to bottle bottle that all up and use it as uh, energy to, um, you know, help me get through this year. So, yeah, it's all uh, just makes the story a lot better um, at the end of the day. So, yeah. Were you still cheering for the All Blacks or did you want them to lose? <laughs> of course, mate. <laughs> you wanted good Hugh to have shockers, eh? <laughs> and then you've obviously this season you you carved it up again for the Hurricanes, but then towards the back end you broke your arm. Mm. How was that? That's another another setback at a tough time for you. You've had some setbacks throughout your career. It's been must have been tough for you mm. again. Yeah, it was a, it was like breaking my forearm, especially at that time that was happening because we started getting closer and closer to, you know, to test 40 and, and stuff like that. So I felt like I was peaking at the right time and then bang, you know, break my forearm, trying to do the swinging leg tackle. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yeah, but it was uh, pretty tough, um, especially during the, 
because I had a pretty good run of injuries, like, you know, sending obviously breaking my forearm. Um, but yeah, I was pretty lucky because I was like broken forearm, not like a ACL or shoulder up or anything. So yeah. I just looked at it and then just tried everything I could to get myself into back into uh, like, yeah, like didn't drink, didn't do anything, just try to let the healing process heal so that I will be available at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, pretty gutted that I got injured. Did you have feedback from the All Black coaches leading up to that injury and then during the injury? Nah, nah, you don't get any, you don't get any feedback from them or anything. Just, yeah, you don't really hear from them until you, um, until you make the team. True. So you obviously worked pretty hard and got your rehab done and got back pretty quickly and then you were straight back into that All Black setup. So how was that? That must have been a pretty rewarding feeling after what you'd been through. Yeah, like I, you know, not going to lie, like those days where, because I, yeah, because I, so the super season finished and then everyone played ITM, but obviously because I'm based in Wellington, because my partner, she works um, she works in Wellington and the, my boys go to school in Wellington. So I just stayed in Wellington and I didn't really go back to ITM. Yeah. So it's like you feel real kind of like isolated when you're not with the team because you're used to being around the boys 24-7, but I was in Wellington. So I pretty much came the full-time parent, like school drop-offs, school pickups, and then train and then have nothing to do during the day. Yeah. So I found those days like pretty tough. And then went straight in, got caught into a camp in Hamilton, went straight in, got my skin folds done and then stuff like that. And I was like, oh shit, back to this again. Yeah. So, um, so everything went pretty quick and then obviously go back into camp. Yeah, and then yeah, played the first game and stuff like that. So, man, I just felt, you know, everything went real quick. Yeah. And how was that game? You obviously went pretty good in that one. Yeah, I came off. Of, I came on nineteen minutes. Came off nineteen minutes to go, and it was obviously for the biggest load, which is like the second biggest trophy um, for the All Blacks. And was just real lucky that I got it. Real lucky that I got to get out, uh, get out there, and um, enjoy that. So I was it made it. Like I said, you know, before it makes the story a lot better. And then, uh, yeah. And, how, and how's the camp? How's it been being back with your old man Plum? Is he still doing some good D presentations? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still the man, bro. He's, yeah, he's still a character, bro. He's still his old happy self and loud self, but no, nah, he's still the man. Oh, Plum. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. And then um, the super teams have just been named. You happy with the Kane squad? Yeah, no, nah, happy as man, like, you know, I think everyone's probably like, oh, there's no more, you know, um, TJ and, and, and Bodie. And, and they're like, man, this team looks, you know, different. But for me, it's just like a new opportunity, new opportunity for guys to who've kind of been there um, the last couple of years. They haven't really had any much game time, but it's a good time for them to, um, to see them grow and see them express themselves because... Um, that's the part that excites me the most and I know that um, everyone's probably looking at our team um, not giving us much of a chance which uh, which you know which uh, 
which put, brings more energy to me to train hard. So. Uh, so what's the plan for you going forward? How long you sign with the NZRU? Yeah, so this, um, I'm, this is my uh, so I'm obviously signed to end of Super next year. So uh, for me, next year is just like pretty much just trying to put, for my mindset, it's just, um, it's just do or die for me next year. So that's how I'm taking it. Um, just putting more pressure on myself to perform because that's the only way that I know how to, because <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't want to be comfortable. So for me, it's just do or die next year. Have you got a long-term goal of that next Rugby World Cup? You haven't looked that far. Yeah, I haven't really looked that far because, um, as you know, um, you know, been in and out. Um, so for me, it's just trying to um, concentrate on where my feet are and just take one step at a time. Because if I look too far, yeah, might uh, end up uh, getting there. So for me, it's just trying to be where my feet is. And you've obviously got a hot market globally. Everyone, every team in the world would want Nani Laomape, so that's also another thing for you to consider. Is that are you looking to go overseas at some point, or are you pretty happy to stay in New Zealand? Yeah, no, nah, def- um, yeah, definitely. Uh, one day, I'd love to head over there and take my uh, take my family with me and um, experience something different uh, with my partner and my kids. But um, for me, I'm trying to yeah. For me, I'm just trying to be the best player. Um, that I can be and that I want to be. So, yeah, one day I would love to head over. But for me, I'm just trying to win um, the competition um, back at home with the Hurricanes one more couple of times and then shoot off. The man. So, as always, we've gone to the Instagram for some questions. And, oh, Nani Laomafe, wow, you get some questions. People love you. People want to know a lot about you. So... We'll start with the first one. Who is the hardest player to tackle, league or union? Probably, uh, uh, probably in league was um, was um, remember getting knocked out from Leroy Lars. Oh, yeah. I think that's a, yeah. He's the one with his knees up high, <laughs> and they did do drop out. Yeah. Old mates catching it on the sixty, <laughs> running full speed, and he picks out the shortest guy. <laughs> yeah, definitely him. Um, and Robbie Yoon. Um, I don't really, yeah, I can't remember. Eh? I yeah. can't, yeah. You haven't missed a tackle in Union yet, have you? Well, I probably have to say David Harvey after he sat me down. Down, David Harvey after he sat me down. That's right. Um, who's put the best shot on you? Who's the hardest? Who's the hardest tackler? Probably Vince. Eh? He got me good. Eh? Was it? Who was he Vince. playing for Auckland? No, uh, in the year tour, we played the Barbarians. Oh, Barbarians uh, made this break, and I tried to do the show and go. Oh, Slayer, smoke me! Eh? Pop me <laughs> off my, uh, pop me off my feet. So yeah, the credit to the Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, who's this? Is a good one. Who's your, who's your favorite person to run through? You obviously run through that many people. Who's your favourite one? That who's someone you just know you're going to run through every time? I've seen Marty <laughs> Banks in your highlights heaps this morning, but <laughs> nah, no one, bro. I don't want to give anyone fuel because they're my. Okay, now this question I got about ten times. 
in different sort of wordings, but how good did it feel to gas Bodie in that super game this year? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I was probably more, I don't know. I felt like I was, I felt like Bodie was my, like when I made that run, I felt like Bodie was like my older brother. Like, you know, when I used to wear my old, older brother's gears and then when he used to re- see me wearing his gears, he used to chase me. <laughs> and I used to be like, I was like, frick, he's chasing me. I was like, in my mindset, I thought Bears was going to give me a hiding, so it kind of made me run, run fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing people don't really give you as much credit for as you deserve is your speed. Everyone sees the power game, the you bunting people, but people don't really realise how quick you are. And I think you saw that in that clip there where you tore off probably the fastest guy in the game. <laughs> you know what? Well, well, you know, Bears has the last laugh because he's uh, eating it up in uh, Japan. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aim for love, the Hokans. <laughs> okay, this one you've already answered. Would you consider going back to league? But the follow-up is, if so, would you go Tonga or Kiwis? Yeah, I've, for me, like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I want to go back. I want to go back and play for Tonga. Um, definitely the Matamata team, seeing what they did um, in 2017 at the World Cup. Um, yeah, I definitely want to go back and play for Tonga. That's that's something that uh, drives me um, to yeah think about it. But um, like I said, I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing. But yeah, I would love to go back and play for Tonga and represent mum and dad and uh, doing the Sibidau. So that would be yeah. Making me excited talking. To <laughs> That's okay. Who's the best ten to run off? This is a big debate over the country at the moment. Um. Yeah, the best ten to run off is probably uh, Simon Hickey and uh, Jackson Gardner Bishop. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> How do you practice your step? This is an interesting one. Yeah, I just yeah, I just step all the boys at training, especially TJ. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna miss TJ because you and him are always at each other in any sort of drill, any sort of one on one thing. You two are going hard all the time. Yeah, um, it's alright. Bus is there and bus is real competitive, so True. me and bus will push it. Um, but yeah, yeah, TJ thinks he's does my head in there. He thinks he's got the best step. Thinks he's the fastest in the world, but. I guess that's the thing that you love about him, mate. He's so competitive. Um, he pushes everyone, so going to miss that guy. And a one-on-one, honestly, who would win, you or TJ? Oh, 100% me. Yeah. He knows that. <laughs> yeah, he... Would you be able to bunt him? Because he hits pretty hard, eh? But would you be able to bunt him? Yeah. <laughs> mate, oh, wait. Yeah, you're having a laugh here, mate. I'll get him, mate. I'll... <laughs> that's good stuff. Here's a story for you, bro. Yeah. So that. So that guy, so you know, when you play for the AABs, you're like, you have to take two games off. Yeah. <laughs> take two games off. And then there was one game that I took off, but I knew if I went away um, for a week, I wouldn't, you know, I'd probably blow out or something. So I just stayed and trained with, with the team. And obviously, my muscles was working. So <clears throat> anyway, we were playing the Reds that, um, that week and I was always on the other team like the opposing team and yeah. every time I got the ball TJ was like oh Tanya Tupu Tanya Tupu 
bro, and it was also, it was hard out doing my head and name, bro. And it was like, every time I touched the ball, he would like, Taniara Tupo, Taniara Tupo. And then that week we were playing the Reds. <laughs> and then Taniara Tupo makes this run down the sideline. Right, and you see, and he's, and he, he makes us run down the sideline, bro. And you see TJ coming across. Yeah. Right, and TJ like dives, bro. Absolutely just tackles the grass. Right, and I was just watching the game at home, bro, just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I walked in the trading on Monday with this big smile on my face, today, and he looked at me and he's like, get <laughs> it. That's what you get, bro. That's what you get. Oh, that's so good. I remember him telling me that was the most embarrassing moment of his career, that, that missed, or not even attempted tackle. I think he made a on the grass, eh? On the grass. <laughs> Tackled the ants. <laughs> oh, that's classic. That's a good one. Okay, now this one's from must be from one of your old um, college mates. How many tubs of Dax wax did you go through at college? <laughs> Yeah, no, not a lie. Used to have some Dax Wax. <laughs> <laughs> Did you load it right up? What was your hair, dude? Mohawk or something? And I'm the. No, I used to have the old mullet, bro. Oh, the straight yeah. mullet. The old G cut. True. Wax <laughs> it right back. <laughs> I like that. Would you bring it back? Hmm. Might, might have to, eh? Might, might have to. Worked for good, Hugh. <laughs> 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 okay this one's from Colsey what's your best TikTok <laughs> I'm done with that guy bro <laughs> oh. gonna... I'm have to do one I'm gonna have to do one on all this grump acts eh? <laughs> <laughs> have you got a favourite one or one that's like your most viewed or something Nah, I just, I know, I was just having fun with it, bro. Just, yeah, yeah just have fun with it, bro. Not really too serious because everyone thinks I'm a serious guy when I'm on the field. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. After your interview. I'm an angry guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a good one. What's your thought process into a carry? This is something I want to tap into when I, for when I come back to rugby. I want to, I want to get this thought process. How do you do it? Um, yeah, for me, every time I carry, I'm the best carrier in the world. No one can tackle me, which is, <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah, every time I carry, I believe that no one can tackle me, so a couple of times I've been smacked. So. Yeah, it's a hissing mindset to have going into a carry. Every time I carry, I'm thinking, how do I get to ground quickly? <laughs> but every carry, you feel that, man, that's, that's unreal, and that's why you're the best at, in the game at it. Okay. Last question. Any advice for players who miss selections on teams? This is a good one. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, on that, just having a good team around you. So, Because I believe everything happens for a reason. Um, me and Ma um, got together this when I was on my break and we were kind of training together. And I was trying to get his knowledge and he was like, mate, I've been dropped. Because I was like to him, well, you know, I've been dropped a couple of times. And then he was like, mate, I've been dropped six times from the All Blacks. And then I was like, oh, shit. Um, you know? Yeah. So you just got to use those um, negatives as positives. And, you know, he's been dropped six times. And look at the player he turned out to be. You know, he's, you know, Ma is the greatest 12. So um, just 
using that using that disappointment as a as energy to keep training hard and but also just trying to have have fun at the same time in that process um, that you're going through because um, you know it can get pretty dark if you're trying to you know keep you know training hard and stuff so just have fun with it. Wise wise words. Anyway, bro, really appreciate you coming on the Waterlad podcast. It's been awesome to see your rise over the past few years, like going from a league player into union and now becoming one of the best 12s in the world. Um, your game's just gone to a whole new level, your kick chase, all the little things that people don't see is just like now right at the top of the game. And I think you're ready to take over the world in that 12 jersey. So really looking forward to watching you progress over the next few years and um, looking forward to a massive season from you at the Canes. But really appreciate you coming on the Waterlab podcast and giving up your time. Cheers, mate. Mate, I think I might need you to um, be my hype guy for every game, mate. That was a good little hype. <laughs> Bro, whenever you need me, give me a call. I'll, I'll hype you up. Five minutes before kickoff, I'll, we'll talk about it. Let's do it. Paying you too much anyway. That's why you, you, know, that's why you guys are back. back. <laughs> Definitely come down to Manu too, bro. <laughs> Manu too. That's where it's at. It's the future. <laughs> That's sweet, bro. Really appreciate you giving up your Cheers. time. Thanks, bro. Cheers, bro. Thanks, brother. Real quick, with Christmas just around the corner, here's your chance to purchase one of the three great products mentioned at the start. Firstly, Pure Sport CBD. This is a game changer for sleep, muscle soreness, anxiety, you name it. it can help with almost anything and would be a great gift for almost anyone. So to purchase, go to puresportcbd.com. At the checkout, put in Waterlad20 in the promo code for 20% off. Also, Manscaped is another great gift idea for anyone who likes or needs to keep their body hair maintained. There's some real great discounts on the website already, and you can get an extra 20% off that price by entering Waterlad in capitals in the promo code. And this also includes free shipping. Last but not least, Fortune Favors Beer is another great gift idea for anyone who loves a craft beer. Send them a 24-pack of Fortune Favors Finest by going to fortunefavors.beer and entering Waterlad in the promo code for 15% off. 